0: Glory to Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Orthodox Church's faith is built upon the foundation of the teachings of the Apostles, the Apostolic Witness, the Apostolic Tradition, the teachings that we find in the New Testament, the teachings that we find coming from our lord and the holy spirit given over to the apostles if you even look on the iconostasis you have our lord was flanked by his mother and saint john the forerunner the baptist then you have the angels and then you have peter and paul that there is At the very essence of the church and understanding that we are dependent upon the apostles. That is their teaching that guides us, that shapes us, that in many ways gives us access to our Lord. In the Gospel of John, we encounter the apostle Philip. After Philip encounters our Lord... And after he encounters our Lord, Jesus turns to him and says, follow me. He, of course, would have heard of him, of his uh, teaching, all of the kind of murmuring or hubbub, not negative murmuring, but, you know, the whispering, the talking, about this Messiah, this rabbi, this teacher. And when our Lord calls him and says, follow me, he follows him. And then, of course, he goes, this is the famous... Uh, encounter between Philip and Nathanael. Philip wants to go tell people about it because he has struck gold. He's struck oil. He's found the pearl of great price. So he goes and he tells Nathanael, and he tells him, we have found the one, the one who Moses and the prophets have told us to expect. Do you remember Nathanael's response? I... Uh, Lynn has the biblical response. Deacon has the equivalent uh, translation to today's language. How can anything good come out of Nazareth? Deacon's response is, yeah, right. (laughs) The cynicism of Nathaniel, or maybe his preconceived ideas. If it's not cynicism, then he already has an idea. And Nazareth would be backwards this would not be that the messiah has come from jerusalem or some famous uh, city in israel but he's come from nazareth the backwater the backwoods and so nathaniel is you know okay and so he still comes because philip his response is come and see the ability of philip and his faithfulness, his understanding of Scripture, his sharing with Nathaniel what he has found, and still his faithfulness or his long suffering to say, okay, I understand why you may question it, but you need to still come and see. When we are encounter our Lord, there is the response of Philip, and there's the response of Nathaniel. We had in the epistles uh, that we read this evening, which if you're, because it's an apostle, we read from the New Testament. If you have other commemorations, if you've been either great vespers or vigils for a great feast, we'll have readings, and they're almost always from the Old Testament. The lights get turned off, the doors shut. But because we're reading from apostolic teaching... The doors stay open, the lights stay on, and we are because we are dwelling with the light of the apostolic teaching. We have 1 Peter, long chunks of 1 Peter read for us. And there is one passing phrase, because there is, like I was saying on Wednesday night with Colossians, if you are to immerse yourself in Scripture, especially the apostolic, uh, the epistles of the New Testament, You have to take phrase by phrase and kind of slowly work through them because it's phrase comma phrase comma. It just comes and comes and comes. But one of those phrases from 1 Peter is that we are to be like children who desire the pure milk of the word. If you know what a baby does when it's hungry, it lets you know that it's hungry. And it won't stop letting you know that it's hungry until you feed it. The desire, because it is primal, it is completely basic, survival, wired in to a baby, to want mom's milk, to be able to grow, to be able to calm down the stomach. The apostolic teachings, you can take that desire that Philip has, that childlike desire for the pure milk of the word. And then you can have Nathaniel, who hasn't warmed up to it yet. His desire is not at that place. But we need to develop that desire. And you can encounter the word, or think of the word, word, in at least two ways. One of those, desiring the pure milk of the word, is that we desire to encounter Jesus Christ in the word by the reading of Scripture. Because if Nathanael had known, there was prophecy about Nazareth. there is prophecy about the Messiah. And if you read through the Old Testament, you know that God never chooses to bring in the great old big army. He never chooses the oldest. He never chooses the strongest. He never chooses the most powerful, the one with the most money throughout the Old Testament. Who is he choosing? He's choosing the weak. He's choosing the youngest. He's choosing the one that doesn't seem to really... I mean, he chose Israel. Israel is not Rome. Israel is not Babylon. Israel is not Egypt. Israel is a little tiny in-between place. Nathaniel's understanding had not been shaped by Scripture, He had not encountered the Word and had been able to actually be able to see the Word. You can also see Word as in our Lord. Because like Nathaniel, even if we are trying to follow Jesus Christ, all of our preconceived ideas can very quickly move us away from our Lord or from apostolic teaching. Sometimes by sheer desire, we don't really want it to be that way. And so we, over time, harden our heart, we turn away, the desire for that milk just kind of wanes. Or, we can willfully, out of lack of being in the Word, we can lose the ability to actually understand who our Lord is, what the teachings of the Church are, and we lose that basic, instinctual, child-like desire of course, Nathaniel, when he encounters our Lord, and actually is with him, our Lord sees him in ways that he can't even understand, right? Because our Lord says, I saw you even standing under the tree before Philip came to you. Because when we put aside our misconceptions, our preconceptions when we actually encounter our Lord and allow him to speak to us, to maybe ask us to change our minds, to change our hearts, I said maybe. When he asks us and tells us you need to change your heart and your mind, then we will see him, encounter him, and have the same I'll say the scales falling from the Nathaniel's eyes. There are good things that come there are things that I thought for years that are wrong, that I need to change. It might take me a while, but by God's grace, I'm going to change my mind, then I'm going to change the way I live. I encourage you, if you're wondering, OK, so how, where do I start? Well, we read a whole bunch of First Peter, and there's a lot in First Peter, the work, the milk of the word, to begin that slow process. Of changing your life to conform with our Lord and the apostolic teaching of the church. That is when you will respond like Philip and like Nathaniel, glorying in the encounter of the Messiah who brings meaning, life, and resurrection. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.